Lord sees not as man sees. The Lord sees not as man sees. The Lord. Hello. This is the second podcast of the 15-minute ministry. In this sharing, I'd like to focus on these terms we hear, born again, saved, um, to know the Lord, to love the Lord. What do these things mean, and how can we understand it by the scriptures? Starting in Romans chapter 3, verse 9, it says, All are under sin, as it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. So we're all born into the human condition, you know, with faults and flaws and unable to get into heaven on our own. But fortunately, God has made a way for us. Um, Let's skip down to Romans chapter 3, verse 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Verse 24, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God's grace is unmerited divine favor. That is, we didn't do anything to deserve it, and we couldn't do anything to deserve it. He just gives it to us because he loves us. Skipping on down into verse 25, through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remissions of sins that are past, through the forbearance or the patience of God, to declare at this time his, Jesus' righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him that believes in Jesus. So it's by Jesus' righteousness that we're saved, not our own. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 um, states it very clearly, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And again, that's eternal life with God after this life on earth, but it's also wholeness in every aspect of this life. Next, I'd like to go to the Gospel of John, chapter 3, starting in verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that you do, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, 
and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. So obviously, we're all born of the flesh from our mother. But to enter the kingdom of God, that is the realm of, of all Christian people or people seeking to follow Jesus Christ. We have to be born of God's spirit or have his spirit living inside of us. The Gospel of John chapter 4 verse 24 says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. I think it's interesting that when we're born of the flesh, you know, there's no going back. That's permanent. And it's the same getting born again of God's spirit or receiving God's spirit, however you want to word it. Um, that's not just permanent, it's eternal. I've heard it said that our greatest fear in this life is the fear of death. And I would like to read Hebrews chapter 2 verse 15. It says, For as much then as the children of God are partakers of flesh and blood, we, us humans, were flesh and blood, he also, Jesus, himself took part of the same. He was also in flesh and blood form for a while on earth. That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all the li their lifetime subject to bondage. So knowing him takes away our fear of death, or it can. I'm reading from Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So in the same way, a child who is afraid can cry out to, to their mom or dad, we also can cry out to God as his children. I'd like to end in the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verse, starting in verse 19. It says, Hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. So God calls us his beloved and he wants us to come before his throne with confidence. In another place it says to come before him with boldness. So I'd like to end this out with a prayer. Father God, I lift everyone listening. And if there are any who do not have that internal assurance, that knowing in their heart, in the depth of their heart, that your spirit dwells there with them. And that Jesus was your son and you raised him from the dead. I pray that they could get a more clear revelation of this truth and come to know you with certainty. In Jesus' name, amen.
But the Lord looks on the heart, He looks on the heart. But the Lord looks on the heart, He looks on the heart.